0: Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Ram, Hare Ram Ram Hare Hare. Sorry, I'm a little late today. Uh, I was a bit busy. Um, yes, our table talks are coming to their end. This is the uh, last episode. Um, and yes, I'm thinking about uh, uh, so. We simply wanted to uh, have an open discussion on some some aspects of devotional service of the path of bhakti. Uh, Not attempting to uh, make a systematic presentation, but simply some highlights. Um, And we have discussed... Many different highlights. Uh, we've discussed uh, matters of faith. We've discussed matters of, uh, of of struggle. We have looked a little at uh, some other uh, traditions. We have uh, we've thrown our net out wide, and now we are here, and we are. Uh, Basically, today I'm planning to um, wind up these talks. Um, the aim of our discussion is always to uh, increase our Krishna consciousness. The aim of our discussion is to, um, to come to the stage where we, where we qualify where we qualify to go back to Godhead this lifetime. And if that's not possible, all right, then that's also not a problem. Qualifying to go back to Godhead is not a matter of that we have to pass an exam now to see if we're qualified. No, but rather it is about uh, connecting to a process And that process will make us qualified. So this is the nature of bhakti. It is not that there's an entrance exam and are we qualified? But if we connect to bhakti, that connection will make us qualified, wherever we connect. And that is an important point. So there are some entrance points. Like we can say four regulative principles is an entrance point where uh, sinful activities are given up. But if someone... Is not able to come into that entrance point uh, as yet and take up four regulative principles doesn't mean that the story is over. Sorry, you uh, you didn't pass. You you failed the entrance exam and uh, and go try something else. No, bhakti remains available. It remains available even to those who cannot come to that. Uh, that stage that states of sinlessness that state of following four regulated principles but can maybe start to follow one of them some of them uh, in other words whenever any effort is made some efforts may be preliminary uh, some efforts are dealing with some bondage. Some efforts are dealing with establishing the connection with devotional service. Sambanda means connection. So it may take us less time or it may take us more time to make the sambanda the connection with the process, but that doesn't really matter. So therefore one if one has some difficulty in making a strong connection with the process, say, regulated principles 16 rounds i just can't do it and i'm so discouraged because i'm a total failure no misunderstood not a failure we are a success in doing whatever little bhakti we're doing and that ever little bhakti will transform us and will make us qualified Um, therefore if someone cannot chant 16 rounds no problem chant what you can and by chanting what you can the day will come that that will will get purified and will be able to chant 16 rounds or and if that's not going to happen in this lifetime even then uh, we're making spiritual advancement so whatever connection we make with bhakti from wherever we are even if someone who's not not following any anything at all no principles at all but if he's doing some uh, some service, yes, then he makes spiritual advancement. And there are so many people like that who make, who will do some service and they make spiritual advancement. So that is the essence. Uh, uh, I, I discussed that uh, by referring to chapter 12 of the Bhagavad Gita, uh, where there are a number of verses that... Point out if you cannot do this, then do that. If you cannot do that, and so on, uh, if you cannot follow follow the rules and regulations, then you do your service. Um, chapter twelve gives give a few uh, alternatives. So I won't get into that now. Uh, once again, but the point that I'm making is the sambanda. So bhakti is it begin if somehow or other we make a connection with it. And there's the first stage of making that connection complete. Uh, And taking initiation is also one of the things to make that connection uh, complete. Um, And then there is abhideya. Abhideya is the second stage in bhakti, where we are going through the, uh, the purification and where we are advancing. We're in in devotional service Um, until, and when that stage is completed, then we'll come to Priojana, to the stage of of focusing on the eternal associates of Krishna, who are serving him full of love. And we also um, begin to develop a deep desire to, to be like that. So there's a natural progression in devotional service, and it it really doesn't matter where we connect. So let us connect. And in this way, there is no question that anyone is excluded from bhakti. No one is excluded from devotional service. So our... Uh, our devotional service has been, uh, yeah, has been uh, been carrying on. Um, our devotional service has uh, we have made that connection, um, and uh, and therefore everything is auspicious. If there are some things we can't manage yet, then, uh, yeah, of course we would like to. But if we can't manage certain things yet, that's not uh, a reason to say, I'm a failure. I have uh, lost the opportunity. No, it just means, okay, keep on working. And understand that bhakti itself whatever little bit of devotional service we do and can do, that will build up our strengths. And that's the point. So, whatever we do, wherever we are, uh, never, uh, never stop, never stop uh, devotional service. Sometimes devotees fall down and they fall back to... uh, a, a, a platform below the uh, you know, the spiritual practices. The spiritual practices may disappear altogether. But even then, right, you can do something. If one cannot practice sadhana, one can still do some seva. One can still give something to the devotees, right? A donation or bring some some fruits or, you know, whatever keep a connection with Krishna in service. And, and one is not lost on the ocean of nescience. One is not lost on the waves of, the, of material nature. There's, one is still, um, still connected to this boat of transcendental knowledge. Um, the jnana plavena, the spiritual master, is the captain of the boat of transcendental knowledge, which is crossing the ocean of nescience, the ocean of material existence, the bhava Sagar, And this, uh, and there, there are the waves of the three modes of material nature. And, uh, and somehow or other, but the captain is very expert. The, the Vedas they provide the favorable winds. So in this way, a ship ship can easily cross that ocean of nescience. But even if sometimes the captain uh, will steer his boat into areas where there's no favorable Vedic winds and goes into, uh, into ugly storms of the, Material nature to pull someone out of the uh, of the ocean of nescience, um, um, but yes, then uh, when we're pulled out, in the first phase, in the first phase, we are still on the deck. Uh, we're on the deck of the ship, and the deck is a slippery deck, and there are. And it's rocking. The boat is rocking. And when the weather is rough, on the slippery deck and and uh, and the rocking boat, one could easily slide down into the water. Um, but at least on a sailing yacht, when one is sailing at sea, there one one is always attached with a line to the boat. This is one's lifeline. So while we are doing something on the slippery deck, if somehow or other we would slip and fall into the water, we are still on a lifeline. So this is is required, that we always keep the lifeline of serving Krishna, serving the devotees, no matter what happens in spiritual life. And uh, yes, and anybody who does a little bit of service, yes, he's there. Uh, he's is there to to is uh, advancing, right? so we're we're okay with that. So it's not like a mundane thing where you try and pass the exam and the, and you fail the entrance exam and now you got to go just settle for something else. No, when we are feeling it is difficult to practice all the spiritual standards don't leave the devotees, don't go somewhere else, no need. All right, be that, be what you are, but stay connected. And everything will, uh, from there on, develop. And one might still be successful at the end of life and still go back to Godhead. That is the amazing thing. So don't worry, don't worry. Everything is favorable, and we are uh, happily continuing with our devotional service. Mm. That's the first thing I wanted to say today. Uh, A second thing I will say is... uh, is uh, yes uh, we'll read something also um, that is our daily business to uh, look at some some literature Uh, but i have been sort of i have a big library of all kinds of reference books some are directly uh, about krishna consciousness Um, some are related some are vedic literatures some are, uh, uh, you know, for example, uh, uh, some interfaith literatures studies in the spirituality of Jesuits in ten thousand places, um, from uh, from Francis X Clooney, who is a. Uh, expert on uh, on the sri sampadaya particularly who has extensively studied uh, the sri sampadaya and is, is really an example of uh, of interfaith dialogue so yes obviously interfaith is is something um, that is important and our table is open open to uh, to uh, to people who are turning to God through so many different uh, disciplines and traditions, and uh, that will be uh, very nice. Uh, Yes. We're also, I mean, as I'm scrolling to my uh, my, uh, library, I see here uh, the book of Bertrand Russell, A History of Western Philosophy, so Bertrand Russell was quite a writer and he was able to write 5,000 words a day or more and uh, and he wrote this extensive extensive uh, overview of western philosophy and the book is of course now you know uh, uh, some uh, it was written in 1961 so it is like you know uh, some 60 years old but uh, it is still uh, still a, a work a wonderful work yeah um, so what to look at hmm? Mm. Yeah, we have many topics um, mm. So it said perhaps, so I'm, I'm, I, I just found an, an old book um, which is written by a scholar in a British scholar. Uh, it is by uh, G. G. E. Scott who uh, wrote a book called Braj the Vaishnava Holy Land so a book about Vrindavan and it's uh, written in uh, 1906 so I'll just open up for our curiosity let's see what he says Braj the of Holy Land, part first, the land and the religion. The land, its earliest mention, perhaps the earliest mention of the kingdom of Mathura is found in the Vishnu and Bhagavat Purana and in the Harivamsa, a a comparatively modern sequel to the Mahabharata, in which it is related that the giant king, Madu lived and reigned in the forest of Madhuan and founded the city of Madhupuri which upon his death passed to his son, Lavan. And in the days of Ram, the king of Iodja, the, the modern Ote, the daring Lavan, with more zeal than judgments, having challenged Ram to single combat, and the latter having disdained to meet Lavan personally, sent his younger <coughs> brother, Satrugna, who slew the giant, cut down the forest and found it, the kingdom of Mathura, the capital of the same name, occupying the site now occupied by the village of Maholi, about five miles south of the present city and about the same distance of west of the Yamuna River. Yeah, so a little uh, a little bit of the history of, uh, of Madhuvan, and how Satrugna um, there killed that, that demon and, uh, and, and, and how Mathura was established there. Um, to us, of course, Madhuvan is, uh, is even more important because it is the place where Dhruva, um, where Dhruva performed his austerity. Yes. And that takes us directly you know, into um, Dhruva's amazing pastime. So this Madhuvan is a, is a wonderful place, very nice. The temple is on a hill, and uh, and indeed there are uh, deities that remind us of this history of Satyukna, killing the demon of, uh, of Madhu there, and also the um, deity of Dhruva. Uh, so we are greatly enjoying the uh, the uh, situation. Mm, yes. Uh, yes. Madhavan is also addressed in my uh, Parikram book and uh, uh, under the desire trees. So yes, I appreciate uh, Madhavan very much. Very sweet place. And there's a Krista Kunt, and nearby that Krishna Krishnakunt there is this temple uh, where Balaram is black, a blackish deity of Balaram, because that is the place where Balaram was seated, chanting the name of Krishna. And as he was chanting the name of Krishna, Balaram turned blackish. Now that's what you call absorption, absorption and chanting, right? Yes. So... Uh, we are mm. so. This book is is a little bit, uh, maybe a little bit external, but it does give a lot of uh, uh, it. But it is a study on, on Mathura and Braj and the background. Mm. Mm. So, uh, but because it's not devotee literature, I want to continue to lecture on this. A book like that I have in my library not uh, to lecture on. A book like that I have in my library as a reference book. Uh, Libraries are meant to keep books and there are two categories of books that we keep there: the books that we are reading and regularly reading, and the books that we just have there for some reference to research something, so that we might find a little bit of extra information. So here on my, uh, on my more than twenty gigabyte uh, library, on the iPad, I have so many reference books. Um, And uh, yes, some are uh, are very nice. Uh, um. Hmm. So uh, I'm reading a little bit from the uh, Vishnu Purana chapter uh, 29 Indra comes to Dwarka and reports to Krishna the tyranny of Naraka Krishna goes to his city and puts him to death earth gives the earrings of Aditi to Krishna and praises him he liberates the princesses made, by, uh, made captive by Naraka and sends them to Dwarka and goes to Swark with Satyabhama Sakra, the lord of the three worlds, came mounted on his fierce elephant, Airavata, to visit Sori, Krishna, at Dwarka. Having entered the city and been welcomed by Hari, he related to the hero the deeds of the demon Naraka. By thee, Madhusudan, lord of the gods, said Indra, in a mortal condition, all sufferings have been soothed. Arista, Denuka, Chanura, Mustika, Keshin, who sought to injure helpless men have all been slain by thee. Kamsa, kuvalai Deepa, the child destroying Putana, have been killed by thee, and so have other oppressors of the world. By thy valor and wisdom, the three worlds have been preserved, and the gods, obtaining their sacrifice of the sacrifices, obtaining their share of the sacrifices offered by the devout, enjoy satisfaction but now hear the occasion on which I've come to thee and which thou art able to remedy. Mm. The son of the earth who rules over the city of, uh, of, of, uh, oh, where was I now? I lost it. The son of the earth. Mm-hmm. Ah, here. The son of the earth co- called Naraka, who rules over the city of Pragyotisha, inflicts a great injury upon all creatures. So, hmm. Yes. Uh, well, so here we have a situation where Indra is coming to Krishna in Dwarka uh, to complain about Naraka who is inflicting so many uh, so many difficulties upon so many creatures. So, I oh, give me one minute, please. misbehaving the whole week but it's not a cold it's some sort of allergy which i often have my whole life huh? dust there's a carpet in the room a hairy carpet um, so we're speaking about narika and carrying off the maiden of the gods, saints demons and kings he shut him up in his own palace he has taken away the umbrella of varuna impermeable to water the jewel mountain crest of Mandara and the celestial nectar-dropping earrings of my mother Aditi and now he demands my elephant Airavata. I have thus explained to you Govinda the the tyranny of the Asura you can best determine how it is to be prevented Hmm. having heard this account the divine Hari gently smiled and rising from his throne, took Indra by the hand. Then, wishing for the eater of serpents, Garuda, immediately appeared. Upon whom his master, having first seated such a bomb on his back, ascended and flew to Pragyotisha. Indra mounted his elephant, and in the sight of the inhabitants of Dwarka, went to the abode of the gods. Oh. So, it is nice to read this story in the Vishnu Purana. We also have the story in the Krishna book, but we're getting now all kinds of additional details. And that is very nice. As we get familiar with the stories, then it is nice to sometimes look in another, another book and read the same story there and see what additional details we get that enriches the entire pastime yes we see here um, that this Narakasura he stole so many maidens of the gods, saints, demons, kings and shut them up in his palace He even stole the umbrella of Varuna uh, and the yes and and uh, the earrings of uh, of atiti and now he wanted uh, now he was after the elephant of uh, of Indra so Iura it was getting too much yes hmm. The environs of Prajyotisa were defended by nooses constructed by the demon Mura. The edges, which were as sharp as razors. Uh. But Hari, throwing his Sudarshan amongst them, cut him to pieces. Then Muni started up, but Keshava slew him and burned the Mura. Sorry, that's not Muni, Mura, I think. Yes, Mura started up, but Keshava slew him and burned his 7,000 sons like moth with the flame of the edge of his discus. Having slain Mura, Hayagriva and Panchajanya, the wise Hari, rapidly reached the city of Pragyotisha. Then a fierce conflict took place with the troops of Narka, in which Govinda destroyed thousands of demons. And when Narka came into the field, showering upon the deity all sorts of weapons, the wielder of the discus an annihilator of the demon tribe cut him in two with his celestial missile. Narka being slain, Earth bearing the two earrings of a deity approached the lord of the world and said... When, O oh Lord, I was upheld by thee in the form of a boar, thy contact then engendered this my son. He whom thou gavest to me has now been killed by you. Therefore, take these two earrings and cherish his progeny. Uh, you, O oh Lord, whose expert aspect is ever gracious, has come to this fear, in a portion of, of yourself to lighten my burden. You are the eternal creator, preserver and destroyer of the original of the universe, the origin of all worlds and one with the universe. What praise can be worthily offered to you? You are the pervader and that which is pervaded, the act, the agent and the effect, the universal spirit of all beings. What praise can be worthy offered to to you? You are the abstract soul, the sentient and living soul of all beings, the imperishable. But since it's not possible to praise you worthily, then why should the hopeless attempt to proceed? Verily, it's for the satisfaction of your son that that he has been killed uh, by you, the Lord, who is the substance of all creatures, having replied to the earth, even so, Proceeded to redeem the various gems for the dwelling of Naraka. Mm. So the earth is, is speaking and, and it's like you see Naraka sura then. Er, is not only the son of the earth but also the son of, of Lord Varaha. Mm. Mm. And... Uh, And now he has taken back the sun that he gave to the earth. And she accepts it. Uh, Of course, you know, we may... uh, How Naraka Sura became a demon. That is the question, right? I don't know, actually. I have to look. Became a demon so go yeah so it says by the association with uh, with Banasura Mm -hmm. so although Narakasura was um, initially not at all uh, an asura but was actually very pious, uh, but he became um, polluted by demonic initi- uh, association. So that is very important because even, even, uh, even although being of such great parentage, the demonic association pulled him down. So I'm coming uh, to the very end, and so in closing words. Um, Uh, I'd like to highlight this point, um, that the association of the devotees is our saving grace. It is the association of the devotees uh, that links us to Krishna, because the devotees, they are the caretakers of devotional service. And that devotional service is our lifeline, our lifeline. If somehow or other, whatever... We are able to do within bhakti or whatever we are not able to do in bhakti. But if we never give up the lifeline of devotional service, we will surely, um, surely advance in devotional service. Because that is the nature of devotional service. Anyone who is in touch with devotional service will always advance. At the same time, we see how even Naraka, who was interesting that when when the Lord, the uh, Lord Varaha raised the earth and that a, a son was born from that union to the earth and that that son later, by the association of a demon, also became a demon. Uh, that is is quite amazing. Um, so we are careful uh, about avoiding demoniac association. And we have tried in these table talks to simply uh, invite people at our table and chat about Krishna so that we can remain firmly connected to Krishna and firmly connected to devotional service. And uh, I wish you all a uh, yeah, a lot of inspiration in the association of devotees, somehow or other. Um, the association with devotees is not just about hanging out with devotees, but it is about discussing topics of Krishna and chanting Hare Krishna and honoring Krishna Prasadam. That's what it is about the association of devotees. Uh, and engage and standing shoulder by shoulder in the service of of the uh, of the acharyas to push on this mission into krishna consciousness. Hare Krishna, thank you very much. Srila Prabhupada Kijā.